Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Third Canto, Chapter 5, Texts 17 through 26. Text 17. Sukadev Goswami continued. The great sage, Maitreya Muni, after honoring Vidura greatly, began to speak, at Vidura's request, for the greatest welfare of all people. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The great sage, Maitreya Muni, is described here as Bhagavan, because he surpassed all ordinary human beings in learning and experience. Thus, his selection of the greatest welfare service for the world is considered authoritative. The all-inclusive welfare service for the entire human society is devotional service to the Lord. And as requested by Vidura, the sage described the same very appropriately. Text 18 Sri Maitreya said, O Vidura, all glory unto you. You have inquired from me of the greatest of all goodness, and thus you have shown your mercy, both to the world and to me, because your mind is always absorbed in thoughts of the transcendence. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Maitreya Muni, who was experienced in the science of transcendence, could understand that Vidura's mind was fully absorbed in transcendence. Adhoksaja means that which transcends the limits of sense perception or sensuous experience. The Lord is transcendental to our sense experience, but he reveals himself to the sincere devotee. Because Vidura was always absorbed in thought of the Lord, Maitreya could estimate Vidura's transcendental value. He appreciated the valuable inquiries of Vidura and thus thanked him with great honor. Text 19 O Vidura, it is not at all wonderful that you have so accepted the Lord without deviation of thought, for you were born from the semen of Vyasadev. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The value of great parentage and noble birth is evaluated here in connection with the birth of Vidura. The culture of a human being begins when the father invests his semen in the womb of the mother, 
according to his status of work. A living entity is placed in a particular father's semen. And because Vidura was not an ordinary living entity, he was given the chance to be born from the semen of Vyas. The birth of a human being is a great science, and therefore reformation of the act of impregnation, according to the Vedic ritual called Garbhadhan Samskara, is very important for generating good population. The problem is not to check the growth of the population, but to generate good population on the level of Vidura, Vyas, and Maitreya. There is no need to check the growth of population if the children are born as human beings with all precautions regarding their birth. So-called birth control is not only vicious, but also useless. Text 20. I know that you are now Vidura, due to the cursing of Mandavya Muni, and that formerly you were King Yamaraj, the great controller of living entities after their death. You were begotten by the son of Satyavati, Vyasadev, and the kept wife of his brother. Report by Srila Prabhupada. Mandavya Muni was a great sage, referred to Srimad Bhagavatam, 1.13.1. And Vidura was formerly the controller, Yamaraj, who takes charge of living entities after death. Birth, maintenance, and death are three conditional states of the living entities who are within this material world. As the appointed controller after death, Yamaraj once tried Mandavya Muni for his childhood profligacy and ordered him to be pierced with a lance. Mandavya, being angry at Yamaraj for awarding him undue punishment, cursed him to become a sudra, a member of the less intelligent laborer class. Thus, Yamaraj took birth in the womb of the kept wife of Vitutravirya from the semen of Vichitravirya's brother, Vyasadev. Vyasadev is the son of Satyavati by the great sage Parasara, and Vichitravirya is the son of the same Satyavati by the great king, Santanu, the father of Bhishmadev. This mysterious history of Vidura was known to Maitreya Muni because he happened to be a contemporary friend of Vyasadev's. In spite of Vidura's birth from the womb of a kept wife, because he had otherwise high parentage and great connection, he inherited the highest talent of becoming a great devotee of the Lord. To take birth in such a great family is understood to be an advantage for attaining devotional life. Vidura was given this chance due to his previous greatness.
Text 21. Your good self is one of the eternal associates of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, for whose sake the Lord, while going back to his abode, left instructions with me. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Yamaraj, the great controller of life after death, decides the living entities' destinies in their next lives. He is surely among the most confidential representatives of the Lord. Such confidential posts are offered to great devotees of the Lord who are as good as eternal associates in the spiritual sky. And because Vidura happened to be among them, the Lord, while returning to Vaikuntha, left instructions for Vidura with Maitreya Muni. Generally, the eternal associates of the Lord in the spiritual sky do not come to the material world. Sometimes they come, however, by the order of the Lord, not to hold any administrative post, but to associate with the Lord in person or to propagate the message of God in human society. Such empowered representatives are called Saktyavesha avatars, or incarnations invested with transcendental power of attorney. Text 22 I shall therefore describe to you the pastimes by which the Personality of Godhead extends his transcendental potency for the creation, maintenance, and dissolution of the cosmic world as they occur one after another. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda The Omnipotent Lord, by his different energies, can perform anything and everything he likes. The creation of the cosmic world is done by his Yogamaya energy. Text 23 The Personality of Godhead, the Master of all living entities, existed prior to the creation as one without a second. It is by His will only that the creation is made possible, and again everything merges in Him. This Supreme Self is symptomized by different names. Report by Śrīla Prabhupāda The great sage here begins to explain the purpose of the four original verses of the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. Although they have no access to Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, the followers of the Mayavad, or impersonalist school, sometimes screw out an imaginary explanation of the original four verses. But we must accept the actual explanation given herein by Maitreya Muni, because he, along with Uddhava, personally heard it directly from the Lord. The first line of the original four verses runs, Aham evasam eva gre, 
The word aham is misinterpreted by the Mayavad school into meanings which no one but the interpreter can understand. Here, aham is explained as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, not the individual living entities. Before the creation, there was only the Personality of Godhead. There were no Purusha incarnations, and certainly no living entities. Nor was there the material energy by which the manifested creation is effected. The Purusha incarnations and all the different energies of the Supreme Lord were merged in Him only. Personality of Godhead is described herein as the master of all other living entities. He is like the sun disk, and the living entities are like the molecules of the sun's rays. This existence of the Lord before the creation is confirmed by the Shrutis. Vasudeva va idam agra asit na brahma na chasankara. Eko vai nanayana asin na brahma nashana. Because everything that is be an emanation from the personality of Godhead, he always exists alone, without a second. He can so exist because he is all-perfect and omnipotent. Everything other than him, including his plenary expansions, the Vishnu tattvas, is his part and parcel. Before the creation, there were no Karnadakshai or Garbodakshai or Shirodakshai Vishnus, nor was there Brahma or Shankar. The Vishnu plenary expansion and the living entities, beginning from Brahma, are separated parts and parcels. Although the spiritual existence was there with the Lord, the material existence was dormant in him. By his will only is the material manifestation done and undone. The diversity of the Vaikuntha Loka is one with the Lord, just as the diversity of soldiers is one and the same with the king. As explained in Bhagavad Gita 9.7, the material creation takes place at intervals by the will of the Lord, and in the periods between the dissolution and the creation, the living entities and the material energy remain dormant in him. Text 24 The Lord, the undisputed proprietor of everything, was the only seer. The cosmic manifestation was not present at that time, and thus he felt imperfect without his plenary and separated parts and parcels. The material energy was dormant, whereas the internal potency was manifested. Report by Srila Prabhupada. The Lord is the supreme seer because only by his glance did the material energy become active 
for the cosmic manifestation. At that time, the seer was there, but the external energy over which the glance of the Lord is cast was not present. He felt somewhat insufficient, like a husband feeling lonely in the absence of his wife. This is a poetic simile. The Lord wanted to create the cosmic manifestation to give another chance to the conditioned souls who were dormant in forgetfulness. The cosmic manifestation gives the conditioned souls a chance to go back home, back to Godhead, and that is its main purpose. The Lord is so kind that in the absence of such a manifestation, he feels something wanting, and thus the creation takes place. Although the creation of the internal potency was manifested, the other potency appeared to be sleeping, and the Lord wanted to awaken her to activity, just as a husband wants to awaken his wife from the sleeping state for enjoyment. It is the compassion of the Lord for the sleeping energy that he wants to see her awaken for enjoyment, like the other wives who are awake. The whole process is to enliven the sleeping conditioned souls to the real life of spiritual consciousness, so that they may thus become perfected as ever-liberated souls in the Vaikuntha Lokas. Since the Lord is Sat-Chit-Ananda-Vigraha, He likes every part and parcel of His different potencies to take part in the blissful rasa, because participation with the Lord in His eternal rasa-lila is the highest living condition, perfect in spiritual bliss and eternal knowledge. Text 25. The Lord is the seer, and the external energy, which is seen, works as both cause and effect in the cosmic manifestation. O greatly fortunate Vidura, this external energy is known as maya, or illusion, and through her agency only is the entire material manifestation made possible. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The material nature, known as Maya, is both the material and efficient cause of the cosmos. But in the background, the Lord is the consciousness for all activities. As in the individual body, the consciousness is the source of all energies of the body. So the supreme consciousness of the Lord is the source of all energies in material nature. This is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita 9.10 as follows. Mayadyakshena prakati suyate sa chara chadam hetuna nena kanteya jagad viparivartate. Throughout all the energies of material nature, there is the hand of the Supreme Lord as the final superintendent. Due to this supreme cause only, the activities of material nature appear planned and systematic, and all things regularly evolve. Text 26. 
Text 26. The Supreme Living Being, in his feature as the transcendental Purusha incarnation, who is the Lord's plenary expansion, impregnates the material nature of three modes. And thus, by the influence of eternal time, the living entities appear. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The offspring of any living being is born after the father impregnates the mother with semen, and the living entity floating in the semen of the father takes the shape of the mother's form. Similarly, mother material nature cannot produce any living entity from her material elements unless and until she is impregnated with the living entities by the Lord himself. That is the mystery of the generation of the living entities. This impregnating process is performed by the first Purusha incarnation, Karnanavasai Vishnu. Simply by his glance over material nature, the whole matter is accomplished. We should not understand the process of impregnation by the Personality of Godhead in terms of our conception of sex. The omnipotent Lord can impregnate just by his eyes, and therefore he is called all-potent. Each and every part of his transcendental body can perform each and every function of the other parts. This is confirmed in the Brahma Samhita, 532. Angani yasya sakalendriya vrittimanti. In the Bhagavad Gita, 14.3, also, the same principle is confirmed. Mama yonir mahad brahma tasmin garbdan dadamyaham. When the cosmic creation is manifested, the living entities are directly supplied from the Lord. They are never products of material nature. Thus, no scientific advancement of material science can ever produce a living being. That is the whole mystery of the material creation. The living entities are foreign to matter, and thus they cannot be happy unless they are situated in the same spiritual life as the Lord. The mistaken living being, out of forgetfulness of this original condition of life, unnecessarily wastes time trying to become happy in the material world. The whole Vedic process is to remind one of this essential feature of life. The Lord offers the conditioned soul a material body for his so-called enjoyment. But if one does not come to his senses and enter into spiritual consciousness, the Lord again puts him in the unmanifested condition as it existed in the beginning of the creation. The Lord is described here as Viryavan, or the greatest potent being, because he impregnates material nature with innumerable living entities or conditioned from time immemorial.